welcome to Wine Road, the wine, when, and where of Northern Sonoma County. I'm your host, Marcy Gordon, with Beth Costa, Executive Director of the Wine Road. Welcome, welcome. It's Wine Road episode 100. (laughs) We need some fireworks. Thank you, folks at home. Listeners, you know, this is exciting for us because when we started this in the garage years ago, we never thought we'd get to a 100 episode, but here we are and we're so excited. We have a great guest today that's going to help us celebrate this 100th episode, mm-hmm. Joy Sterling from Iron Horse Vineyards. Thank you so much. And we're excited she's here because she's all about the bubbles, yeah. and that's celebratory, and we're mm-hmm. excited. Definitely. I want to start out by mentioning we do have a sponsor for today's show. Of course. And I think this is a snazzy sponsor that also fits in with the 100th and the Iron Horse, and it's a great Snazzy. I love that word. (laughs) Yeah. It's pure luxury transportation. Oh, that is snazzy. And I just love them. I mean, they are absolutely 100% our go-to phone call when we have guests that come to the area that we need to provide a little transportation for. Um, And they just have every size vehicle. I think when they started, I think it was pure luxury limousine. And it has kind of evolved into pure luxury transportation because they can do, uh, you know, a nice, beautiful car for uh, Two people, a couple, to take you out for the day, or they can do, uh, you know, oversized luxury bus, or they can do vans. I mean, any size vehicle you need, whatever the group is, whether it's a corporate group, or whether it's a girlfriend's weekend, or you know, wedding situations, or you're just here for a weekend in wine country, you should definitely, I highly recommend pure luxury uh, transportation. Um, when I call, I always talk to um, Gloria, and she's amazing. But really, whoever answers the phone, I'm sure could do an amazing job for you. And you will find them at pureluxury.com. Excellent. Yeah. Well, welcome, Joy. We're so excited you're here. Thank you. I am just thrilled to be here. I'm very, very excited. 100. I've always wanted to be 100. You're 100 points today. (laughs) Yay. Yay. What an accomplishment. It is an accomplishment. I remember months and months ago, Marcy saying something about, well, when we do our 100th, I said, oh, my God, you know how far away that is from here? And now here we are. Here we are. It's exciting. So, um. Yeah, that's the first thing we said. When we have our 100th, we need to make it a really great guest so we can celebrate. And so we thought, well, Iron Horse would be a great guest. Let's call Joy. Yes. <laughs> well, my middle name is Celebration. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I mean, I just, my, until further notice, the mantra is celebrate everything. And that's I a just. a good philosophy. I think so. And of course, sparkling wine, which is what Iron Horse is best known for, is the drink of celebration. It's the drink of optimists. And it is my considered opinion that you need two bottles of bubbly always chilling in your refrigerator at all times because you just don't know when something good is going to happen. See, I love and that. And you want to be ready. You're so right. You know, I I subscribe to that philosophy. And um, actually, we recently got nominated on the show for six taste awards for the podcast. And I had the Winter's Cuvée. In my refrigerator, and we just popped that open and cheered, cheered, cheered. It had been kind of a difficult week, but that made it all just fade away. So it's worth celebrating. And sometimes my husband and I say, it's Tuesday, bubbles. You know, just celebrate the ordinary because, you know, we have a lot of stuff to not be happy about, but we should really focus on the good. Well, I appreciate, first of all, that you chose Winters. You know, we, we're such marketing geniuses at Iron Horse that we have a Winters cuvee. And then amazingly, we have a Spring Rosé and a Summer's cuvee and a Harvest Moon. And you mentioned Tuesday, you know, 
Tuesday cuvee. We really ought to just go. <laughs> You're going to nail that. <laughs> Sounds good, too. <laughs> uh, I think, you know, we are so happy to make a new cuvee just at the drop of a hat. <laughs> I like it. Okay, but then I always think of Iron Horse as all these uh, great bubblies, but... What did you bring today? Well, you know, I thought I'd change it up in it. I'm very excited about this. Uh, so I brought Pinot Noir. and Never go wrong with that. <laughs> you can never go wrong with Pinot Noir. And um, where we are located in Green Valley is the heart of Pinot Noir country in Sonoma County. And we're Iron Horses right off of Highway 116, which is a Pinot Noir lover's dream. I mean, it's, it's, you just, you, you're not going to put any miles on your car. Right. Stopping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and getting so many delicious Pinot Noirs. And we now make six different Pinot Noirs, and um, they are individual vineyard block des- mm-hmm. designated wines. Right. And they represent um, different sections of the vineyard. The one I brought is called Deergate. Pinot Noir, uh, vintage 2016, and it is the most luscious and gorgeous and smooth, and the texture is like rose petals. Wonderful. I think, I think I'm going to pour some of that. I think we need a little of each of us. Would you like a little more? Yes, please. I think while Joy's talking this is about why it, why I show up I mean, for these podcasts? Yes, we'll give Joy, well, Joy a little, and yeah. And, uh, you know, I'll, well, I'll first of all, the 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 color of it is so telling of our style of Pinot Noir. Number one, you can see right through the wine. Yes, and that shows you that it's we're at one far end of the spectrum of what we think Pinot Noir is all about, and that is. Uh, an expression of our cool, foggy climate. Correct. So we want something that's light, that's elegant. Delicate. Delicate, smooth. But where uh, Green Valley really comes to the fore is because of our special soil type, which is called Gold Ridge. Mm -hmm. Right. Gold Ridge gives to the wine an added layer of earthiness, some deeper notes, complexity. So it's just an incredible balance that you can have this light, uh, elegant, lean wine with extraordinary complexity and depth of character. Right, and great body. And, and great body yeah. and great strength. You know, Pinot Noir can be uh, very feminine, um, but I like to think of it as a very modern woman. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm flexing my muscles yeah, right now yes. as yes. I say this. Yeah. You, you do know. that well. I know. Uh, you know, and I, you know, I'm assuming the power pose, and um, so that's where I think you can have this core um, of deliciousness. Yeah, it, uh, it which comes is through. Pinot Noir. You, it really does. I taste this, and I. I feel powerful. Yes. I like that core of deliciousness. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned that. My um, One of my resolutions for 2020 is to redefine how I talk about wine. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of um, pushback that the way we talk about wine is, number one, um, difficult. And so typically what I do is uh, or have is talked about food pairing, because mm-hmm. I think people, that's much easier to relate. Yeah, to understand so, it. Right. And so if you talk about what it goes with, but now I'm thinking, what if we talk about wine in terms of how it makes you feel? Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah. if and if you have a wine that makes you feel uplifted, mm-hmm. or if you have a wine that makes you feel cozy, mm-hmm. 
or if you have a wine that makes you feel strong yeah. and energetic. I mean, so I think that those are so I'm I'm playing around with it. I haven't quite refined it yet, but I just think and part of my inspiration is a quote from Maya Angelou. Um, and I'm paraphrasing, but it's something along the lines of people never remember what you say, but they remember how you made them feel. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I think that if we can take that approach and talk about wine in those in those ways. I totally I, I am so excited to hear you say that because I feel like I go to so many wine conferences and I listen to people in the wine industry. I feel like I'm always the one person that doesn't fit in because they talk about everything so technically and that. Everyone wants you buying more wine and drinking more wine and enjoying more wine. But as an industry, we make it complicated. We make it too difficult for people to just get in there and enjoy it. And I think, why can't you just make it? I mean, how you feel, that is awesome. I think you are definitely onto something. On the, am I on the right I road? I think you're, you yes, are. You you're are. on the wine road. You're on the wine road. <laughs> but I mean, I think it's true. I mean, we can't, you can't have it both ways. You can't make it technical and complicated and words you don't understand and and then also want you to enjoy it. I mean, it's you can't have it both ways. The other thing is I understand the metaphor. I mean, when you're describing wine, it's a, it's a metaphor. And at its best, it's like lying on the grass and looking up at the clouds. And you see a ship and I see a bear. Right. And we're both right. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, That's the thing. And so meta I understand the metaphor. But after a while, when you're reading the wine publications, it's like, oh, my God, they all taste like Cherry, raspberry, yes, exactly. plum. It's like, well, and if this you is don't not taste help. it, you're wrong. You know, right? Or interestingly enough, you, you know, the power of suggestion is huge. Well, yeah, you're like, oh, you yeah, know, cherries. I, you're right, exactly. <laughs> oh, boom, there you go. Right. I'm tasting that right, right away. And so, and I think that ingredient X in all wine is the people behind the wine. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that I think the that there, that's that's the personality. So when you um, when you meet my parents, who founded Iron Horse in 1976, that tells you everything you need to know about our wines because of their personalities, their quality, their sense of, of what the right thing to do is. Mm -hmm. and, that, right. and that is what my brother and I strive to achieve every vintage is to live up to their vision. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And their graciousness and their warmth and their sense of hospitality and um, and for our wines to be welcoming. Basically, the only thing that matters is yummy or yucky. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of – and I wish people approached – you know, you don't have to be a chef to know if your steak is prepared properly. Exactly. You, you don't need to be a winemaker to know if you like it or not. Right. Right. admired is all labels and how you you stay very current. I love the the Chinese New Year labels. One of my favorites was the Year of the Dog and that dog, that chow chow on that label. I, I bought many bottles of that because that was um, our dog when we got married. Aww. was our ring bearer was a chow chow. <laughs> Looked exactly like that and it was our wedding anniversary and we bought that wine and it was See, just it so meaning. personal. <laughs> it had such meaning right. and it's so good. So coming up, Chinese New Year's is the year of the rat, 
Well, this is a little difficult. That's going to be a tough one. <laughs> Warm and fuzzy. It's a little it's bit a willard. Little, it's, a little, it's a little bit difficult, but we found the perfect rat. First of all, we found the best looking rat on the planet. He is so handsome. I'm from Ratatouille. <laughs> well, believe me, I thought about that because yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, but this rat is sadly an endangered rat. Have you heard of the photo arc? No. no. National Geographic has partnered with a photographer named Joel Sartori, and his goal is to do studio portraits of 15,000 endangered oh, wow. species. Mm-hmm. Actually, I did read about this. Uh-huh. Wow. And it's called the Photography Arc. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it's a biblical task in terms of its massiveness. He's about halfway there. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's just extraordinary. So the the rat that we chose uh, is one of his images. So I feel really great that part of what that label is about is is contributing to the yeah, arc. Yeah, educating. Absolutely. Yeah. We're contributing to the arc. And this is a – it's a Florida Everglades rat. Mm-hmm. But he, he is remarkably Cute. handsome. <laughs> I have to say. Now yeah. I absolutely cannot wait to see this. <laughs> that yeah, was so wonderful. He, yeah, it's gonna it'll come out next it'll come yeah. out in January. Yeah. Um Chinese New Year's I believe is really early February. Yes, this usually year. early February, exactly. Yeah. I, I just love that. I love that whole series you do. We're reviving a new wine. Or that's not right. We're reviving an old wine, so it'll be new. Um uh we used to have a label called Tin Pony. Oh yeah. Neither mm-hmm. of you are old enough to remember that. <laughs> but it um it was the the little junior to Iron Horse. Oh, and cute. yeah, really cute. And it had um carousel horses uh-huh. um on the label in sort of pastel colors. And it was a place to use the wine from young vines or something that just didn't fit into the master blend for mm-hmm. whatever for mm-hmm. whatever reason. Right. I want to revive it in using the 2019 vintage, which was so big. Yeah. yeah. I just want to have that possibility. And we're thinking of putting it in cans. Oh, that's How like clever. such a big thing now. Yes. Tin yes. pony Yes, high cans. concept. Yes. <laughs> I am so excited about this. Iron Horse Vineyards, when you visit, it's like you're just, you know, you're floating on a cloud. You have this incredible view. The view is just It's the most wonderful. The view and the whole hospitality, and it's just, you know, it's not over the top. It's just super comfy. Well, it is definitely not over the top. It, um, <laughs> just to, for, for those who have not been there, our tasting area is A, outdoors, yep. and B, it is literally two barrels with a plank of wood over it. So we are... Very rustic. Our, on our website, it says where rustic meets elegance. And my mother very often says that we're, you know, can we be a little less rustic? It would be, <laughs> a little less rustic would be good. And, it's authentic. And, um, but, um, and it's a safari to come see us. That's what I tell people. Like when I'm giving directions to customers, I say, you'll think you're lost, but just keep going. You know, I, last time I was, it's not paved. It's paved halfway. Then it kind of gets to be dirt. I said, you then you park, and when you get out of the car, the view is just going to take your breath away. It's amazing. 
So you do get rewarded, and you even get a sip of wine. So it's yeah, like, it's worth it's worth. Those awesome palm trees and uh, everything about it. It's a kind of a little magic spot. I think it's just well. Iconic. Thank you, yeah. thank you, because my parents had the same experience that everyone has when they first saw Iron Horse. They felt completely lost. You crest the hill on <laughs> Ross Station Road, and if suddenly the view opens up to rolling hills covered in vines. This unbelievable now, after my parents planted the palm trees. Yeah, the palm trees are great. And in the back of the winery are tall uh, It looks like Camelot. Yes. And you just feel the specialness mm -hmm. of the place. We, it is the foundation of our belief system that Iron Horse just is a privileged place on this planet. And we are so incredibly lucky to get to be the custodians in our lifetime. And you just feel that. And the vineyards spill out at your feet. Mm -hmm. And you're tasting. So when you're tasting the Deergate Pinot Noir that we're trying today, that vineyard is right there. Right there yeah, yeah. So you're seeing the grapes. You're tasting the wine. It It's an amazing experience. It is definitely Instagram worthy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For sure. Um, and the, the palm trees are a funny story. Um, as I mentioned, my dad uh, actually planted those. And the first year, they were completely laughable. The daffodils were taller than the palm trees. <laughs> and now they stand, what, they must be 40 feet. Oh, and then so you just can't, that's what I tell people. You can't miss them. You'll yeah. see the palm trees. You're in the right place. Keep going. And um, the reason for the palms is nothing more significant than that palms are a sign. They were very popular um, in the Victorian days um, as an exotic. Mm -hmm. Right. And number two is a sign of permanence and establishment because they're slow growing. And they are so stately now. They're like oh, columns. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So when I started uh, working in the wine business, I worked for um, a winery in the tasting room. I had a part-time job, and I really had no knowledge of wine or anything that was really – I was kind of new to Sonoma County. And the two women I worked with – Jeanette and Sarah, I loved them. They both knew a lot about wine, and they decided they'd take me wine tasting on one of my days off. And the first and only place we went was Iron Horse. So that was my first tasting room experience. And I had my brown bag peanut butter jelly sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> and we went tasting. We had this great experience. And we sat, we bought a bottle, and we sat in the picnic area and drank some champagne and had our sandwiches. Now, see, there <laughs> It was you amazing. Go. I mean, I'll never forget it. I tell people all the time, oh, you have to go to Iron Horse. It's See, amazing. and that's one of my favorite pairings, peanut butter and It was bubbles. delicious. Oh, my gosh. Oh it's my really God, good. It's delicious. Mm -hmm. And uh, so yummy. Yeah, really during great. the summer, don't you do something with the oyster? Uh, oh, the oyster girls. Oyster girls. Mm -hmm. Oyster girls, yes. That's, uh, everyone raves about that. That is so much fun. It's Oyster Sundays, and it's from April through the month of October, every Sunday. The oyster girls who... Um, it's a company founded by two sisters, and it's they're so cute. They now have uh, oyster boys. Yeah. <laughs> but they arrive with fresh oysters. Uh, they come with about 400 oh oysters. Oh, my Lord. Wow. And they start shucking at 12 noon, and they go till they run out. And it is so much fun, and there is nothing quite as delicious, particularly one of our um, – Sparkling Wines is called Ocean Reserve, mm -hmm. which is a partnership with National Geographic. Mm. And we give $5 a bottle to National Geographic's Ocean Initiative to help uh, protect the ocean. 
Blanc de Blanc, mm. vintage well, bubbles. What a pair. And oysters, and it's just glorious. Mm. We're going to tr- also start something uh, this summer, a picnic. We haven't quite worked out the details yet, but I want to partner with Big Bottom Market. In, oh, my favorite spot. Mm. Oh, I love them. Yeah, and, I love them. And they make brown bag lunches. Right. That are fantastic. And so you would just order it from them. They'll deliver it. And you'll be able to picnic yeah. in our wood slat gazebo, drop down below the winery with bottle service. Mm-hmm. I just think it'll be so much fun. What I love is that, I mean, I think that you, it's so dialed in there. The hospitality is amazing. The view is amazing. All the wines you produce are, are fantastic. But yet you're always looking to do something new. And I think that's what I loved about sending people there. I know that you're, you know, the Oyster Girls, that was new and it's cool and it's different and, and it's unique. And it is Instagram worthy. <laughs> and the picnics, people will love that. You know, and, and Big Bottom is a great, they do a fantastic job. That's a perfect place to partner Oh, with. I think their sandwiches are delicious. They and are. it's so fun. It comes in just a brown bag, but the, the food is amazing. The quality is fantastic. Yeah, everything well, you yeah, need. It's a little picnic <laughs> in wine country. It's perfect. Absolutely. Absolutely. As long as the as the weather's cooperating, right. we're, no, we're good. Normally, um, is it appointment only, or can you just come up to the tasting room? I think for the oysters, you do have appointments. How does that work? We are appointment only, and it has been that way now, I'm very proud to say, for four years, particularly when it's not like anybody just stumble right. on iron horse. Right, right. right. You have <laughs> to, to find know it. where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> so the one good thing about making a reservation is you get directions. So that's that's really <laughs> great. But also we found that if it's there's too many people there, right. it's you not can't attend comfortable. To people well, yeah. No one's happy. It's just not the experience that we want to give because it's the hospitality mm-hmm. Um, that we really want to show and giving you our personal attention. Right. So it's really worthwhile. Now we do take, we're like, a, it's like a restaurant. If there's room and you show right. up, absolutely. Yeah, you could do a walk-in if it's available. If it's available. Yeah. If it's, but what we do in case somebody does just arrive without knowing to make a reservation, we have what we call a splash bar. Hmm. So you will get a splash of wine. Because the word no does not exist. <laughs> That's so at brilliant. Iron Horse. Never no. turn away. Yeah. <laughs> no, you will get a splash of wine, and it, you know if if it looks like something will open up, you can you know mm-hmm. spend some time right. or or book another appointment or. But at least you're getting the view and a splash mm-hmm. of wine. So yeah. we do have a splash bar to take care of you. I, I do want to uh, mention again that you said it's appointment only because I talk to people all the time who get here and don't realize it. So many wineries are appointment only. And I tell people, never hesitate. Call, even if it's that day. If you have an opening, you have an opening. I mean, don't think, oh, I, sh- I needed to call, you know, two months in advance. That's not true. And people do cancel or, you know, their plans change. So no matter when you see it, if you are in the area, you should always call. Definitely well, you call. can even call from the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have said that to people. Call from the driveway. If they're open, they'll... You know, I mean, you know, once you're in the driveway, just ask us. But, you know, but truly, um, I don't want anybody to feel put off by being by appointment. It's really so that we can give you our full attention. You want the best experience for them. Yeah, that totally makes sense. When you have company that comes to town, Joy, what do you like to tell them to do, whether it is or isn't wine-related? Just in Sonoma County, what do you love? Well, first of all, going out to the coast. Yeah, me too. You know, so that to me is, first. you know, 
our coastline is just magnificent. Going to the redwoods mm-hmm. and going to the river. I mean, we have the most unbelievable attributes for people to enjoy in Sonoma County. If you're athletic, oh my gosh, hike whether it's hiking yep. or bicycling or I mean, just so many options and eating. <laughs> eating, we do eating really well. We that it's in. a competitive event. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, isn't it? It's an Olympic sport. Yes. <laughs> it's the only one that I'm going to get a medal in. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, I really love for people to go visit our neighbors, mm-hmm. our fellow our fellow vintners. Mm-hmm. I think it's really exciting. You know, there's there's no one wine. Right. We're right. we're such a great community and we complement each other. So very much. Okay. So, Marcy, do you have a book that you wanted to share with uh, something that you thought Joy should know about? <laughs> well, sure. Of course. <laughs> this is a very interesting book. I absolutely adore this book. This book is called Vignette. It's stories of life and wine in 100 bottles. And it's by Jane Lopez. And um, she became a master psalm a couple of years ago. But what I love about this book most books, you know, everyone's got general wine information. She weaves a personal narrative through this. So it's just very interesting about how, and it doesn't even necessarily have to do with anything about the wine, but it just talks about her personal experience. Mm-hmm. And mm. and one that I just said was very spot on <laughs> was a thing about um, psalm trips when you go on trips. So as a freelance, as a writer, going on a lot of press trips, and people always think, oh, my God, what a vacation. <laughs> But they have no idea how grueling it is. and She's and always trying to tell me how grueling it is. When she comes is. back, I'm like, uh-huh. Well, th- this <laughs> Another endeared... trip to Croatia. You're exhausted. <laughs> well, this endeared me to the book because she says, you know, you get there the first night's always great. You gather around. You're having dinner and drinks, you know, and you're meeting new people. You're in a new area. And then at the crack of dawn, you're up. You're at a winery at 8 a.m. and you're tasting. You may taste 100 wines in that day. Right. You get back to the hotel. You're eating meals. You're kind of off your regular feed. And then you're back at the hotel maybe at 1 or 2 a.m. The next morning, you might be moving. It is, it's mm-hmm. fabulous, but it is, you know, you have it's to work. be, it's vigorous. You know, you have to be real, well prepared. And she, the way she talks about it just cracked me up. And she goes, and I always get home and people say, how was your vacation? <laughs> and it's, it's a privilege and it's wonderful to be on these trips, but it is not a vacation, a vacation <laughs> at all. It's a lot of work and to taste that early and to be moving around and being on someone else's schedule. But I just love how she brings a bit of personal. You're like, I can relate. Oh, there you go. Yes. So we'll put a link to this. I just personally love it when someone can do a little bit of a narrative mm-hmm. and connect it to the information. Right. So she does a great job. Great. So the only other thing that I wanted to mention before we wrap up is I want to talk about our, our Sip Sonoma campaign. It's a hashtag, Sip Sonoma. We started that in November. And really, we just want to make sure that we're keeping Sonoma County top of mind for wine. And, you know, how you can share that no matter where you live. If you can't come here to visit, you can still be buying Sonoma County wines. And you can be sharing that online and showing us with a little hashtag, how you Sip Sonoma. We started out with a great little shipping offer in November, and then in December, we did a photo contest. We had people show us how they sipped Sonoma over the holidays, um, and that ran through January. And now in February, what we're doing is we want to see if we can get Sip Sonoma trending on February 29th, because it's leap year. So we don't always have a February 29th. 
So on February 29th, we want everyone everywhere hashtagging Sip Sonoma. See if we can get it trending. But I did a Sip Sonoma with some Iron Horse. Oh, yeah, you did. I said I Sip Sonoma in the, the rain. <laughs> well, thank you. It's really oh. quite delightful. Absolutely. I mean, you've got the bubbles rising, the little drizzle coming the down. atmospheric. It's beautiful. And, you know, and, it, and also Keeps it's so... moisturized. I was just going to say it's so good for your skin. It's re- <laughs> and then the other thing we are very strong on is the full moon. Oh, oh yes. yes. Uh-huh. You must be drinking bubbles and howling at the moon. And it's really fun because obviously every moon is different. Yes. And has a different name and a different history behind it. And you can, you know, pick the wine to go with it. But I think uh, bubbles by the light of the full moon is just absolutely the way to go. I love that. But then I actually have a car license plate that says got bubbles. (laughs) Yes. So, I mean, I you no one has to yes. teach me when the, the opportunity. To, <laughs> yes. I'm like every day is a day for bubbles in my world. Perfect, uh, I, I love know. it. Well, that's why we're soulmates. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I do want to also mention that um, selling barrel tasting tickets. So those are online at WineRoad.com. So it's the first two weekends in March. We have about a hundred wineries that participate. It's amazing experience where you can get into the cellar, uh, which is not usually where you would do your wine tasting. You're going to taste wine that is still in the barrel that's going to be aging for maybe another six or 10 or 12 months. Winemakers are on hand. They can talk to you about the wines that they're sampling for you. So it's a really unique opportunity. It's something that really winemakers do. They taste wine in the barrel before they're doing their blending and they, they evaluate how their wines are aging. So you can get in on that action. Barrel tasting, wine road barrel tasting. Awesome. Well, Joe, I can't think of a better person to celebrate our 100th episode. We're so glad you I could know, be I'm here. I know. I'm so excited. Uh, I am so thrilled. I am honored. Thank you so much. Thank it you. It was fun when we were talking about we're going to have our 100th. I said, we need someone really fun to celebrate. I'm going to call Joy. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. <laughs> but we you. will put in the show notes everything about uh, contacting the tasting room. Please. Um, ironhorsevineyards.com, I'm yes, assuming. Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And we'll put a link to our sponsor, link to barrel tasting, link to this awesome book. Mm-hmm. And to the beautiful Pinot Noir we enjoyed today. Yeah, thank, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Happy Thanks. 100th episode, and mm-hmm. we'll see you guys on the wine road. Mm-hmm.